Solara Star is a UK-based advanced law of attraction teacher trainer, coach, public speaker, and leading wellness expert. She will share life-changing wisdom about the law of attraction and how you can use this powerful universal law to build a foundation for bigger and bolder manifesting results. It is time to create the life you deserve, and with Solara's help, you will. And a very, very warm welcome to Manifesting Made Easy with myself, Solara Starr, a law of attraction a junkie and expert. Um, having been on my own journey since 2006, manifested some fantastic things and also made some blunders. I have been on a journey to find the success formula to help us to live our best life. And through this journey of my podcast, I'm sharing with you loads of tips and tools to help you to become the powerful manifester that you already are. You may not know about it yet. Okay, so I'm just here to signpost you and point you in the right direction so that you can try some of the things out for yourself that I'm sharing, see what works. Some things will, some things won't, because one size absolutely does not fit all when it comes to the law of attraction. That's why it's really important for you to feel into your own journey and anything I say or share for you to try it yourself and see what works. In our last episode, we spoke about deadly words that absolutely kill your vibe. Well worth going back and having a listen to that because many of us use these words without even knowing about it. And there's a couple of real sneaky little ones in there. I share three powerful words in the last show. And I promised you that I would come back this time and share one more. And I felt that it would be good to dedicate a show to this particular word because when I was introduced to the negative implications from a law of attraction perspective of this word many, many years ago, I was absolutely shocked that a word that seemed so innocent could destroy our dreams and our confidence along the way. So yes, our vocabulary plays a huge role in how we feel about ourselves too. And this particular word is undeniably one of the best words to destroy our deservability, our worthiness, and our confidence. So pay attention. You definitely want to know a little bit more about this one so that you can eliminate it as quickly as possible. And it takes a little bit of practice because a lot of the, the time we use these words and we don't even know we're using them, but our subconscious knows it absolutely listens to everything. So without further ado, I'm going to share the deadly word that will absolutely kill your vibe and your confidence along the way. And this is the word should. As Louise Hay says, it is the most damaging word in the whole of the English language. Now, Louise Hay is a fantastic author. If you're not familiar with her work, she's written a book called You Can Heal Your Life. Um, wonderful exercises in there. And this is when I was first introduced to the word should, around about 2010. And I was literally, I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe how for so many years I had been shoulding on myself. I'd been making myself bad and wrong without even knowing about it. So first of all, let's just look at the law of attraction. So the law of attraction is a belief that positive or negative thoughts bring positive or negative experiences into a person's life. It's not just the thoughts that control your reality. The words that come out of your mouth can directly affect your life. Everything impresses your subconscious mind. And like I said, there are a few words that have undeniably negative connotations and can 
bring negative experiences into our life if we're not aware of it. So I'm going to give you some reasons to eliminate the word should from your vocabulary and what to exchange it for going forward. But so many people go through life doing what they think they should do, what they have to do, what they must do. Many people are in a perpetual cycle of obligation, living life on other people's terms, people pleasing, looking for validation and really not really living life the way that they want to live it. How many times have you said to yourself things like, oh, you know, I really should go to the gym. I really should eat healthier. Oh, I really should mow the lawn. You know, I really should phone great aunt Nelly. <clears throat> Excuse me. What you're basically saying is every time you use the word should, you're basically saying you either were wrong, you are wrong, or you're going to be wrong. And many of us just end up going through the motions in life, feeling dissatisfied and unfulfilled because we're doing a whole host of things that we really don't want to do or we're doing because we feel we have to do it. But of course, society and education has conditioned us with the word should, that we should do certain things. And then when we feel bad, uh, and when we don't do them, we feel bad. We feel bad about ourselves. We either think that the person thinks that we're a bad person, we feel that we're lazy or that we're bad or we're wrong. And it, like I said, it can really add to already limiting beliefs that could already be blocking you. It can add to those. And what is the point anyway in continuously using a word that just makes you feel bad about yourself? I mean, we don't know that we don't know. So obviously now that I'm introducing this to you, you can now do something about that. But it's not until we know that we don't know that we can then change it. Of course, we have all sorts of things like societal uh, family pressures, pressures from jobs, you know, that we end up trying to fulfill what other people expect of us and their dreams rather than our own. And what we're doing unintentionally, of course, I have to keep highlighting that because we're not doing this on purpose, but we're setting ourselves up for failure every single time because we're either trying to please someone else or get their validation and not really looking at, at ourselves. And what makes us feel good? But there's a lot more to it than that. So listen on. So what I would say is tune into your shoulds. So when you say things like, I'll use the example of going to the gym. Think about how that makes you feel. Oh, I really should go to the gym. Or if, if let's just say your best friend said to you, or let's just say my best friend said to me, Solari, you really should go to the gym. I'd be like, oh my God, what's wrong with me? Or well, I don't want to. Oh God, that must mean I'm a bad, bad person or maybe I'm just lazy. And it starts to create a knock-on effect of thoughts, whether you're consciously aware of it or not. Whether you're consciously aware of it or not, the word should is going to leave you feeling like you're a failure of some kind. And of course, those feelings of inadequacy, those feelings of being a failure, subconsciously and consciously will weigh heavy on you. And of course, in turn, you're going to emanate that heavy frequency out to the universe. And you're wanting to create these light, uplifting vibes and playfulness in order to attract your dreams. But how on earth can you do that if you've got this big, heavy should cloud following you around? What you'll end up doing is just attracting more of the same back to you and just create that perpetual cycle of um, negativity in some respects. 
uh, which will just continue to make you feel like you're a failure. And it's a bit like a vicious um, cycle. So I'm going to advise you to do your best to catch yourself using this word. In fact, I was running a retreat at the weekend and I highly advised that the use of post-it notes, because in the beginning, you're going to forget this stuff. We already got this automated program running. We've got this vocabulary just running down to a T. People I've been working with for many years, they will still come out with the word should. And they do catch themselves, which is a great leap ahead, but it does take time. It's not something that you're going to master just by listening to this podcast. You have to bring something visual into reality as a reminder to switch your words up, to eliminate a word and to add a word in. So people are using this word left, right and center, and you're going to really notice this. <laughs> you're going to notice people shoulding, must do or have to on themselves the whole time, whether it's your family, your friends, your colleagues, or your co you're going to notice it wherever you go. So, so many people are trapped in this cycle of should and constantly using the word should is just going to continuously misalign them from what really lights them up, from their purpose, from their passion and from, from what makes them feel alive. And of course, the law of attraction is all about purpose. It's all about being alive. It's all about passion. But lots of us are trapped in the should cycle. And like I said, misaligns us from the real reason why we're here in this lifetime, which is to have fun, to be prosperous, to feel good, to be successful and abundant in everything that we do. So our job, and we're looking at this now from the law of responsibility, which is another spiritual law. Now that we know this, we have a responsibility to change it. Of course, we don't have to. I'm not saying you should, I'm not saying you have to. I'm saying this is an invitation to up your game by becoming aware of an aspect of yourself which is potentially standing in your way from reaching your dreams. So if you wanna raise your vibration and attract more of what you want into your life, whether it's love, a new job that lights you up, money or anything else, it's so important to eliminate this as quickly as you can and start finding alternative words um, that make you feel good. So let's have a look at this then. So think about one of your own shoulds right now. Whether it be, you know, I really should mow the lawn, I should do the ironing, I should clean the house, I should clear the garage. So just say that word to yourself now. Sorry, that sentence. And then what I want you to do is notice how you feel. It's going to leave you feeling like, oh, there's something wrong with me, or I'm a failure, or I failed, or I'm bad, or I'm wrong in some way or another. Now, remember, with manifestation, it's always your feeling first, always. Feeling is always the one that creates the manifestation. So if you're feeling like a failure, and you're feeling this big, heavy, black should cloud hanging over your head, is that going to attract positivity into your life? Absolutely not. But this is great news because what we're doing is we're really getting into microscopic detail from your vocabulary perspective now in order to begin the elimination of these words that are holding you back. So, like I said, the word should just makes you feel like you're bad and wrong, makes you feel like you're a failure. And it is an incredibly limiting word. Uh, but we do have another word we could swap it out for, which is going to make you feel much better. So instead of saying I should clean the room 
or you're my house or go to the gym or mow the lawn or phone Grant Nelly. He changed it to could. If I really wanted to, I could clear out the room. If I really wanted to, I could go to the gym. And then you could ask yourself, okay, well, why haven't I? Why haven't I cleared the spare room? Why haven't I gone to the gym? And this isn't from a point of view of, you know, kind of um, torturing yourself at all. It's just curious inquiry. Well, why haven't I done that? What's the real reason? Well, actually, I'm too tired or, well, I haven't had time because I've been turned from the hospital seeing my nan or, well, I just don't feel well or, you know, I just don't know where to start because I can't move that heavy piano. I need somebody to help me. So what happens with the word could is it now brings the real reason why you're not doing something. It takes you away from being bad and wrong and gives you the opportunity to either look for a solution or be more loving and kind to yourself because of your circumstances. So you're absolutely not bad and you're not wrong. So remember, could gives you choice. It gives you option. It brings you freedom. So should contracts your energy field and the word could expands it. When our energy field is expansive, all universal doors of manifestation swung right open. And as a result, then all the good energy can come to us and through us and light up our world. So remember, when you say you should do something, it implies that you were, are, or are going to get something wrong. Negative belief, I am wrong, I am a failure, I am lazy. So let's go back to the gym analogy. Remember, like I said, if you place the word should with could, your statement would be, I could go to the gym if I really wanted to. Then you can ask yourself why you're not going and get the real issue of what's going on, as opposed to feeling bad or wrong because you didn't do what you said you should. So it could be, well, I just don't have time because I get stuck in traffic or, and it's really is okay for you to say, well, you know what? I don't like the gym. I don't like it. So many of us make ourselves or try and make ourselves do things for years that we don't even like and we don't even want to do. We force ourselves to do things. I mean, my partner, he absolutely loves the gym. I love working out, but I don't like the gym. So I work out at home. I've created a routine that really suits me. So instead of saying I should go to the gym, I don't feel that that's an issue because if I really wanted to, I could go to the gym. And then when I asked myself, well, why, why don't I? I don't like it. But do you like working out, Solara? I love working out. Well, what do you like doing? I like creating my own routine at home. I don't like sitting in traffic for half an hour um, each, each day. So I like to save myself some time and then I can just get everything done in my own space and time. And I feel really good about myself as a result of it. So. When you change it to a could, notice how different that feels. So get your same example that you did before and now ask yourself, if I really wanted to, I could, and then finish the sentence. And then you can ask yourself, well, why haven't I? In a kind and gentle voice. Okay, so now it might be, well, I just really don't want to, or... I haven't got time or, you know what, it doesn't mean as much to me as I thought it did. So exploring the real reason behind an action or decision or lack of means that you avoid corroding your self-confidence in the process. So, so many people come to me in my coaching practice because they lack confidence in one way or another. And I guarantee you, I will always find where they are unintentionally, highlighted again, corroding their own 
confidence through the way that they speak to themselves and through the actions that they take in their life. So remember, by removing the word should, you allow yourself to explore your real motivations. It could be um, that, that you're not going to the gym because you're tired or simply don't like that form of exercise, like I said before, and it really is okay not to like it. And it really is okay to find something that works well for you. If you continue to tell yourself that you should do something that you don't want to do, you're just going to be riddled in resentment and resistance and feeling bad about yourself, feeling bad about life. And from a law of attraction perspective, you'll just continue to attract more resentment and more resistance into your life as a result of it. So words are very, very important when it comes to the law of attraction. And it is a self-care tool to take care of the words that you use. And this will enable you to do things that you really want to do, things that you like doing and things that really, really light you up. I remember I had this huge pile of ironing and I was like, oh, I really should do the ironing. Knowing the word could, I changed it to could. If I really wanted to, I could do the ironing. Well, why haven't you then? Because I just don't want to. And I was like, oh, okay, well, what do you want to do instead? I was like, you know, I'd really love to just go and watch telly for an hour. I was like, right, well, let's go and watch telly for an hour. <laughs> I did get the ironing done, but I got it done at a time that I felt motivated to do it. And this particular day, I felt really tired. And all I wanted to do was just put my feet up and just lose myself in a program for an hour. So what I recommend you doing to write a list of five things that you think you should do then reframe the sentence. Like I said before, for example, I should go to the gym becomes I could go to the gym. And just explore what comes up and explore how you feel. Is this something you really want to do? If not, why not? What would you prefer to do instead? How can you be more kind and gentle to yourself? How can you be more loving to yourself? Because remember, where there is choice, there is always freedom. And I absolutely, I can't remember what song it was. I only know one of the lines, by the way. Free to be whatever I, whatever I choose. And I'll sing the blues if I want. Not that we want to sing the blues, but we are free. We're free to be and do whatever it is that we want. But it's so important to look at where we are causing our own restrictions, where we are lowering our own vibrations where we are corroding our own confidence so remember the word should removes choice whereas the word could allows you to explore the real reason for not taking action action and could opens up the opportunity for you to realign yourself realign your life be true to yourself become more confident and live a life that absolutely fulfills you and you totally deserve that so what you could do, see what I did there, you could get yourself some post-it notes and write the word could and put it in two or three real prominent places in your home just to continuously have a visual reminder that you're switching up your vocabulary. I would absolutely love some feedback on this one. Feedback on what your should is, feedback what your could is, feedback how you felt with your should, feedback how, how you felt with your could, so do send me an email, solara at solarastar.com. It'd be really great to hear uh, what you came up with there, but also anything else that you're enjoying about the shows. If you live locally, it'd be really great to see at Soul Tribe Gathering on locally, I say in the UK, in Winchester specifically. So if you're in the UK, 
and you're near the Winchester area on the 9th of February between 7 and 9 p.m. I'm running an event called Soul, Soul Tribe the Revival. It's called the Revival because we've revived it from a couple of years ago, pre-COVID. We're now coming back together. Very, very uplifting, high vibe event. Everybody's absolutely welcome to that. So I will put the link for that in the show notes. If you can't make it because you're at the other side of the pond, but you have a friend or a relative that's near me, maybe you can just pass the details on. My intention is to create and grow a strong community of people who absolutely know their worth, who want to stay plugged into high vibe wisdom and information and move along their soul uh, path with excellent information and wisdom. And I will get the odd speaker in now and then as well when I feel it would add value to the journey. So this weekend, I'm off with my beloved Nick and the kids to Pear Tree Animal Sanctuary. Um, they do an absolutely phenomenal job at looking after animals intercepting in trucks when they're on their way to slaughterhouses and you know some of them are, are really living in horrendous conditions and my moon ceremonies create an opportunity to make a donation to Pear Tree Animal Sanctuary so if you do come along to the free moon events and you feel like you want to support Pear Tree Animal Sanctuary it would be very much appreciated so I'll pop the events page on um, the show notes as well so even if you can't make the moon events then and but you want to make a small donation then that would be much appreciated anyway so I'm going to keep that at 20 or so minutes again today just because I think we've shared a lot of information it gives you something to consider and work with and remember to send across your feedback I would absolutely love to hear uh, how you're finding these words and how you're switching them up and changing them and how differently you feel as a result so from my Heart to yours, sending you heartfelt love. Have a brilliant week and I will be back with you same time next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Solara Star will be back next week with great insights into the law of attraction. In the meantime, please visit solarastar.com.